This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air. It's time for Right Spot with Dunedin UNESCO's City of Literature. And this morning we take an opportunity to speak with children's author Swapna Haddo. Swapna is uh, in Dunedin, currently University of Otago College of Education Creative New Zealand Children's Writer in Residence. Swapna Morena, great to have you with us on uh, ORFM. Thank you so much for having me. Swapna, um, you have a long and storied history, pardon the terrible pun, but uh, mm-hmm. your writing goes a long way back, back to childhood in fact, but uh, many people will know you from your writings around Dave Pigeon, and of course you're an award winner there and nominated in, in many um, lists, particularly in the UK, for your writing. Let's, um, let's talk a little bit about that and let's talk about the origins of writing for you. When did you first catch the bug? Um, I suppose I was always writing as a child. I, um, you know, that was my outlet. Some people sing, some people dance, some people paint. Mine was writing. And I was quite a precocious child. So I would read, I would hear stories and I'd read stories and I'd want to change the endings. Um, so I was kind of always writing um, and, you know, submitting to my school newspaper and to, you know, journals. Um, I kind of, had a bit of a, oh, a lack of self-confidence, I suppose, in my 20s. And I, I was still writing but not sharing my work. And it was only really sort of towards the end of my um, pregnancy that I thought, oh, okay, you know what, I might write a children's book. It was something I hadn't done before. And I wrote it and it was obviously rubbish, <laughs> but I got a buzz for it and I thought I'll keep going. I took some courses and, um, yeah, here I am with um, almost, I guess 20 books plus to my name it's pretty amazing So you can speak to that process of um, and I'm sure the writing wasn't as bad as you suggest it was but of, of starting out and but, but needing to kind of refine the process and learn and being able to do that through further education around writing you found that valuable? Oh yeah absolutely I mean it's a craft so the more you do it and the more sort of tuition you get in it the better you get really and if only to just find out what you really want to say and how you want to say it so um, I absolutely believe in you know constantly learning um, in this craft and I even now I'll still do writing courses um, even while I'm giving writing courses I just think it's a bit like music you can't really not benefit from you know embracing the further education in this industry. Tell us about the origins of Dave Pigeon. So Dave um, started when I saw a competition called the Greenhouse Funny Prize. I actually, I think, yeah, I had sort of submitted for that a couple of years before and had been shortlisted, but I didn't win it. And then I took a year to sort of lick my wounds. And then I came back and I saw the competition was running again. Um, And the prize was actually that you win an agent. Um, but we knew that there was a publisher on the judging panel. So, you know, it was sort of inevitable you might get a publishing deal. Um, and it was about two weeks before the submission deadline. And I thought, no, I have to go for it again. I have to just give it one more shot. And um, I wrote this story. Actually, I wrote a story called Pat Pigeon, which was really terrible and really hard to write. And it was such a slog. And I just scrapped it within days of the deadline and wrote Dave Pigeon. Um, I submitted it and I won and I won an agent and I won a publishing contract. Um, And it was an incredible book to debut with because it was just 
so loved by people so quickly. I never expected anything like it. Um, I think at the time, you know, it was a, a funny book um, and it kind of needed to be there at the time for, for kids, you know, who were really coming into learning to read on their own. I think it really fit that market of, you know, lots of illustrations from the brilliant Sheena Dempsey um, and lots of funny one-liners. And it was just perfect timing and it's been so well received. I couldn't have asked for a better debut, really. Who is Dave, for those who are not familiar? Dave is a pigeon who um, he he gets in a bit of strife with a cat um, and loses a wing. And he basically spends about four books trying to get rid of this cat um, with his best friend Skipper. Um, so Skipper and Dave write these stories almost as sort of manuals to other pigeons to sort of survive in the human world with all the pets and beasties. Um, but obviously, it's, you know, a sort of a, a story of friendship and foolery and boisterousness. And it's written from the point of view of these two pigeons who have a typewriter in a shed and a constant supply of biscuits. So it's very much like my writing setup. Um, so I really identify with these two pigeons a lot. Do you also identify with the reader in other words do you do you place yourself back in your childhood uh, and focus on the the things that you found stimulating i do to to an extent i find that if you think too hard about the reader um you sort of do yourself and the story a bit of a disservice because you overthink it a little um i think honestly i don't think my humor has ever evolved beyond being sort of nine years old so I wrote for myself and this book made me laugh so I thought brilliant I'll, I'll send it to a publisher and see if it makes them laugh um, and then it turned out it fit perfectly in a children's book market um, so yes I don't I, I do think about the reader I'm more conscious of the reader now because I know what a response the books have had and I, I want to make sure I always live up to that standard but before when I first wrote the book I probably didn't think too hard about the reader. I just wanted to write a great story. So when you do get an opportunity to consider the feedback, all the pe people telling you that they love these stories, um, what are they telling you about what appeals to them and their children? Um, I think they just love sharing stories that make them laugh. I think when you share that act of laughing together, it's so incredibly bonding. It's one of those things that you recall very easily. Many, many years later, that moment where you were sitting with your child and, you know, they'd laughed themselves so hard they sort of ro rolled off the couch or something. Um, so I think, yeah, humour has always been key to my writing. Um, and I haven't really strayed too far from that, although I do write a range of things. Um, what other feedback? Oh, gosh. I, I mean... It doesn't get any better than when a kid dresses up as one of your characters for World Book Day. So huh. I always try to keep it interesting with my characters because I really want to see what people will do with their costume. Swapna, uh, what brought you to New Zealand? Well, um, back in 2018, my husband was offered a job in Christchurch. Um, and we had actually been out here, I think, back in 2004 for a, a bit of a South Island tour. And um, so it felt like a really good opportunity to take. And when we got here, we fell in love with the place and 
James was offered a permanent job in Dunedin, which we didn't turn down because we wanted to stay. So here we are. We, you've, you've adopted us now. Well, you've been put to good use. Uh, certainly this year as the University of Otago College of Education Creative New Zealand Children's Writer in Residence. How did that opportunity arise for you and why did you leap at it? Oh, it's amazing. It's it's one of the only, I think it is the only um, children's writer in residence position in the country. So it's incredibly prestigious. I'd actually applied for it last year and didn't get it. Um, but... Um, you know, I wasn't going to give up that easy. So I applied again this year. I sent in a synopsis um, for a story I'm really passionate about and my CV. And I honestly, when I got the call, I couldn't believe it. I thought I might have been having some sort of daydream, like a sort of, I I was mid-nap when I got the phone call. So I was quite in a weird state of, is this real or is this not real? But it's amazing. I've been so welcomed at the university. The support has been incredible. I'm writing the book, which is amazing. It's so nice to have the time and support to be able to do that. Um, yeah, if you're thinking of applying and you or you did apply and you didn't get through, just apply again. Keep applying. The what, odds will be in your favour. <laughs> what can you tell us about this book project? Um, okay, so the book is a bit of a step away from what I usually write. It's for slightly older readers. Um, it's uh, a story about um, a young carer who um, is looking after their mum and um, finds himself in a bit of strife when their father gets involved. And she turns to um, a group of women in her life, her aunties, um, for some help and they decide that they're going to try and pull off the heist of the year um, to help support um, this young family. So um, the story is funny and there's humour because I can't really stay away from that. That's my favourite thing to write. But it touches on, you know, themes of sisterhood and mental health issues and, um, you know, depression and things like that. But with that levity that you need in a children's book when you're discussing quite tough material. You presumably have uh, your ongoing relationship with your publisher around this as well? I do. I mean, they know I'm... I've got a few publishers, actually. but So my agent knows what's going on. Um, I don't really want to... I'm finding it quite hard to share these things with them too early on because um, I don't like the the sort of... uh, outside involvement in the book so I'm going to write the book first and then we're going to see where it goes but I've definitely um, it's definitely caught the eye of my agent and who thinks it could be something really special so I'm hoping I don't let down with the writing. You mentioned the support that comes with the residency what about um, what about the obligations that come with with it tell us about that. Well so far um, it's been pretty easy I mean they've basically said this residency is about having the freedom to create something new so the emphasis has been on that on making sure that um you know i have the space and the time to create something that i've really wanted to create for a long time i personally have been blogging about my experience so i really hope that has helped other writers and uh you know aspiring writers to uh, find out what i've been up to 
I think there are a few other obligations to come along. But at the moment, I suppose because of COVID and restrictions, there hasn't been too much of a demand on my time in other ways. So it's just about the writing at the moment and getting something down on paper. So does it feel at the moment though it's, uh, that it's very much a, uh, a solitary process or are you networking at all with, uh, with other writers in the region? Yeah, I mean, uh, since coming to Dunedin, I've got to know a few writers in the area. So, you know, we're always in touch and we talk about things. And um, But writing, yes. I mean, I'm quite a solitary writer. I like to work on my own um, and not share too many things until I'm ready because they're sort of all locked away in my brain. Um, but the writing community in Dunedin is amazing. There's so many of us here and it's so vibrant. Um, there's a really incredible group of children's writers here um, who I get to see usually at least once, once a month at um, the book club that's part of the Dunedin libraries. Um, so it's really lovely to meet up with other people and sort of share the angst and the joys of being a children's writer. With your Dave Pidgeon books and others, no doubt, you've got a very significant other relationship there, and that is with the illustrator. Tell us more about yeah. uh, how that has worked in your life and your writing. So when I've worked with illustrators, I've usually been paired with an illustrator via the publisher. So Sheena Dempsey, who illustrates the Dave Pigeon and Bad Panda series, um, is probably the first illustrator I worked with. And she, well, we actually met quite early on in the process um, because when I sent in the script, there was these sort of sections of story where the pigeons were interrupting and no one really knew how that would look on the paper. So we met up um, early on in the process and we got on so well. She's probably one of my besties in the publishing industry at the moment usually though you don't really get to meet your illustrator so you send in your text and then it's quite you know a long time until you see illustrations fully formed on the page in the proof so um, I was very lucky to meet you know and we get on really well um, and again with my picture books with Dapo Adiello we we met and we got on and we you know the story went to and fro I find that when you work like that it's much more um, elevated and the story tells is told on so many other levels when you can work closely with an illustrator but I have worked with illustrators where the story has just arrived in their inbox and they've just um, submitted pictures and I have never been disappointed thankfully um, but I do prefer getting to know the illustrators and working more closely with them. Gosh what, what an interesting relationship um, based on trust I guess uh, with those that you get, get get to work more closely with and then just trust in the process for those that you don't get to work so closely with. Yeah absolutely I think you do need to sort of trust in the process I mean the when you create a story or create anything really it is like having a baby <laughs> it's hard to let it go and let someone else you know put their spin on it but I've always been so incredibly surprised and amazed by the, the new levels the story has gone to in working with an illustrator. So illustrated fiction and young fiction is definitely my favorite. It's my go-to because I just love the process and what happens to the story at the end once it comes together with the illustrations. Will illustrations form part of the current project? I don't think so. I think it's probably 
unlikely. It's a slightly longer book, so it falls into that category of middle grade books, which, you know, whilst, you know, illustrations are creeping into these books more and more, traditionally they don't really have illustrations. So I would be surprised if it did, but I would be pleasantly surprised if it did. You write also as Swapna Reddy. Um, why the differentiation? Oh, gosh, that's a really boring story. <laughs> um, so that's more to do with publishers and writing books for a similar age group and there being a clash between two publishers. So um, the Ballet Bunny series sort of sits in the same age group as the Bad Panda series, but they're from two different publishers. And I think, you know, when it comes to selling rights, or something like it was explained to me something like that and when it came to selling rights it got a bit complicated so it was better to have one name for one publisher and one name for another publisher but um the ballet bunny series being written by Swapna Reddy I think my dad is quite pleased to see my maiden name on there so <laughs> I, I quite like to think I did that one for him <laughs> well it does rather sound like you like to um put the business side over to one side especially while you're working and to just get head down into your project i is today a writing day for you, and how will that look? Yes, today is a writing day. Um, so I'm up, which is great, <laughs> and um, I will probably get a couple of hours of writing done this morning. Um, I've got a couple of errands this afternoon, but then hopefully I'll get a couple of hours of writing before my son gets home from school. Um, and then um, it's the chaos of family life. And then if I have time at the end of the day I try and squeeze in maybe half an hour or so of just editing or just um, looking over stuff that I've got to do for the next day so usually I get about four hours of writing done in a day if it's a good day um, just depending on what else is going on. Well Swapnahedo it's been a great uh, opportunity to find out a little bit more about your approach to your writing and indeed to the University of Otago College of Education Creative New Zealand Children's Writer in Residence process for you. Thanks so much for joining us here on ORFM and all the best for the current project. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.